You're listening to City Beat, the weekly podcast from UrbanMilwaukee.com. I'm your host, Jeremy Janine. Today we are joined by Dominic Inoue and Jesse Moffat. We'll discuss Jane's Walk Milwaukee, a series of citizen-led walks. Don't touch that dial, close that app, or hit skip. We'll be right back. Jesse, welcome to City Beat. Thank you. Thank you. Let's set the stage for what we're about to discuss. Jane's Walk, an international event that goes back to 2007, is named after urban activist and writer James Jacobs. The writer transformed the field of urban planning with her seminal book from 1961, The Death and Life of Great American Cities. Many of the ideas advanced by the Congress for New Urbanism can be traced back to Jacobs' writing, as well as much of modern urban theory, from everything from street design to how to build the best building possible to how to make a neighborhood work and how the community planning process, urban planning process, should work. A resident of New York and later Toronto, she was a keen observer of the function of cities. She introduced the idea of a sidewalk ballet, of how a variety of uses ensure an active, safe public realm. She also introduced the concept of eyes on the street, where good urban design can lead to better, safer, more vibrant cities by creating a world where stakeholders are engaged with what happens outside their front door. My real estate coverage under Milwaukee is branded Eyes on Milwaukee as an homage to that. Following her passing in 2006, a series of walks began in Toronto, and now over 200 cities and almost 40 countries have participating walks. But we're here to talk about Milwaukee. First, I guess let's start. When does this event take place? It actually takes place all of May, starting May 1st. We have a big ballroom block party planned at Turner, Turner Hall. Uh, t- we are our <clears throat> the Milwaukee version is a uh, program of Milwaukee Turners, and it has been for the last four years. This is our fourth year here in Milwaukee. And so the, the walks um, usually take place in most countries, most cities around the world, just during the first weekend, so two or three days. Some of the biggest cities like New York and Toronto will have 200 events during that weekend. But in Milwaukee, we've, uh, you know, the last couple of years spread it out over the entire month. Last year, we had 36 walks, bikes, and paddles. This year, we've already reached 36, and so we're going to exceed it, I think. So what's the goal? Is there some perfect number of walks? No, I think our goal, I mean, if we, if we had 10, and there were 10 really good walks, bikes, or paddles and neighborhood explorations, I think that would be great. Um, I think that the um, we are a big city, um, kind of a big, small city. There are 28 zip codes. A lot of the, the walks, bikes, and paddles that, uh, just to be honest, that, that happen in our city happen in one part of the city, you know, in the east part, east side of the city, the lakefront, you know. And I think we want to really expand that. So I think we need a month and we need more walks. Well, as a city of neighborhoods, it's a really great way to get out there and to explore and to get to better know our city or to showcase your favorite neighborhood as we really promote the idea that anyone who is interested in showing off what they love best about their neighborhood or about the city uh, is encouraged to step up and, and lead a walk to share that with others. Yeah. We have 600,000 experts. I, th- I think we, we really yeah. talk about everybody being an expert. I think not everybody's uh, ready or thinks that they're ready to show, you know, showcase their block or their neighborhood. But you know, when you live in a, in a place... Um, you, you know it intimately, and it's, it's worth sharing with everybody. It's um, about that lived-in, everyday experience of mm-hmm. a place and sharing that with others, others who may not be as familiar with, with your part of the city, of, of where you live. 
And especially when they're parts of the city that are underrepresented, misrepresented, I think that if we can get out to those, those spaces and have residents lead those walks or organizations that work with those residents and those communities lead walks, bikes, paddles, um, the, I think the better the city will be. Because it's an opportunity to really experience mm -hmm. those neighborhoods, which may be new to uh, some residents, to experience them in a, in a positive way. Exactly. Before we go any further, I guess, tell me what brings both of you to this event. I know what draws me. I'm just interested in the function of cities. It seems a bit like Jane Jacobs was. And I think one of the key things is Jacobs stressed that you didn't need to be an urban planner by trade to be interested in cities. What brings both of you here? For the last almost three years, um, I have uh, been in charge of a, an organization called ZipMKE. And what I, I was thinking about it this morning. It's, it's really kind of the, and Jane's Walk is an extension of that. Or really, Jane's Walk should have come first. And what we do um, is try to represent through photography all 28 zip codes in the city. Um, all the faces, places, and experiences that make each of those neighborhoods that Jesse was talking about um, beautiful and vibrant. But in order to take those photos, you have to go out and explore, and you have to, you have to walk, and you have to get out there. Um, you have to be the eyes on the street and uh, um, have the guts to do that. So, so really, like, Jane's Walk should come first, you know, the, the walking part, the exploration part, and then the photography and the representation of it um, is important as well. So I really see those two things in, in concert. Jesse? I was first introduced to Jane Jacobs at the Milwaukee Film Festival a couple of years ago oh, yeah. when they shared her documentary um, called Citizen Jane, Battle Cry for the City. And so that's what first introduced me to her, to to some of those those concepts. And, and then I was just interested to learn more about her work. Uh, I'm, I'm really proud that we uh, now have the rights to, to share that documentary mm -hmm. um, and that we've partnered with some local libraries this year to be uh, screening that, um, that movie for others to learn more about her. But um, I also then attended some of the walks last year. In fact, I attended a, a walk in the Brady Street neighborhood, which Dom oh, was right. leading. And that just encouraged me to get more involved uh, with the group so that this year I could help out with the planning and organizing as well. Well, you hit on the documentary. Where and when will that be showing? How can people learn more about that? Oh, geez. We have um, five different screenings of it, including one in Brown Deer. Um, I think they're going to start. Do you know what? Do you have the dates there? We are starting uh, with a screening at the East Library on Tuesday, April 30th. So just before kicking off all of our events, month of May, that will be at East Library from 530 to about 7. Then we'll be heading to the Villard Library on May 6th, Brown Deer Library, May 7th, Mitchell Street Library on May 11th, and the Washington Park Library on May 29th. And it was very important for us to make sure that we were basically north, south, east, west, and representing all um, as many different corners. I'm just going to keep saying that way. Representing <laughs> every single corner of the city as yeah, much it's, as possible. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, as a journalist, I encounter that the city doesn't have a great shape. Much of the city ends up being on the northwest side when you describe it. <laughs> mm -hmm. But it's important to cover all of it. It is all 600,000 people, as you hit on, yeah. uh, are experts in their own way, and they, they all matter. I think my goal, like, like to answer your question from earlier, um, in terms of like how many walks and where, like we need to get Granville. <laughs> we have not been in Granville yet. And so for those that year. don't know, tell me where Granville is. In the far northwest side of the city. And I guess th th this goes back to my shape. Give me some landmarks in that area that people uh, might know. Old County Line to the north and then 124th on the west. So as about as far northwest as you can possibly go yep. in the city. Yep. Well, for this, and I, I want to plug for anyone listening, if they're like, I didn't catch those dates, I want to learn more about this. It's janeswalkmke.org. 
is it on Facebook? Are we on Instagram? Is there more places that people can go to learn about this as well? The web, yes. is, yeah, the website <laughs> and Facebook. <laughs> <In the> word, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's where you can find out about um, all the walks, bikes, and paddles. You can find out about the film screenings. Uh, we also have on May seventeenth a film screening of Eighty Eight Nines Invisible Lines and uh, Adam Carr and West Tank's short documentary Three Neighborhoods. So we'll be doing an outdoor. Off the bike and movie series. Yeah, the bike and movie series actually right down the street at the Cream City Hostel. And you say right down the street because we're recording this live at River West Radio Mm -hmm. on East Center Street in lovely River West. One thing I want to talk about, Dominic, you had an article on Milwaukee Independent where you hit on three numbers three, 10, 28. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me what those mean from memory? What is the three? Uh, it's a Ray Oldenburg reference. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. (laughs) Uh, The third spaces. That's right. Um, so, So, Ray Oldenburg. I think in the 60s, hit upon this uh, idea, no, the, the 80s, late 80s, the great good place. He talked about the, this idea that we inhabit three different spaces typically. The first space, which is our home, the second space, which is wherever we work. And then the third space or those, those third places where um, we you know, go to uh, River West Radio, we check out movies, we go to a coffee shop nearby, and we hang out at the hostel. Actually, River West, right, right here in this very street, is, is, like, is like a hotbed so of, like the so many of those third, third spaces, spaces, third places. You can go to the art gallery down the street. You can go to Tim, Club Timbuktu. The farmer's can, market in warmer farmer. weather. Yeah. There, there's a street festival. There's some place to go to the gym. There's some place to go walking at the park. Those, those are those places where society happens. Um, not that that doesn't happen at home or doesn't happen at work, but there's like the, the wider society and the connections that make us make us human, I think, really start to happen. And my, my personal favorite third place is uh, a place that's named after the concept, Third Space Brewing, mm-hmm. which I knew Jane Jacobs and Ray Oldenburg had gone mainstream when we had breweries opening up named after the <laughs> idea. Well, we, we are Milwaukee. <laughs> it's fitting, very uh, fitting for Milwaukee. So the number 10, tell me about that. Number 10 is... Uh, uh, I talked about The Power of 10, which is a project for public spaces out of New York concept that is, you know, it's a little, um, I don't want to say vague, but it's, it's, it's open interpretations, basically suggesting that for any place to be vital, to be life-giving, to be uh, um, life-affirming and vibrant, and to be a really great third place, there should be 10 things at least for one to do. And, and that can be Water Street with 10, if not 30 bars on it. It could Or be. it can be a place like Center Street. As I look out the window, I see, I think, an art gallery across the street. I'm in a radio station. Mm-hmm. I'm next to a coffee shop. There's a nightclub, a bike store. There's all kinds of different uses. We'll get easily to 10. Definitely. Uh, but I think Jacobs herself stressed the variety of uses as part of what makes the sidewalk ballet work at all hours exactly. of the day. Like when, and, you know, when I was approaching, the, when I got out of my car, walked across the street, the, my bus stopped right in front of me. So there's a place to actually you know, get to another place. I uh, walked across the street. There was somebody, it turned out to be you, sitting on the bench. Uh, said, hi, there were people sitting at the cafe outside. There, there were bike, you know, p- places to bike. There, so it's all, it's all of that, too, the movement and the opportunities. It could be, you know, back in the day, a place to make a phone call, whatever it is. Like there is there's a, it's a multi-use, like you said, sidewalk ballet. And the last number you had was 28. What is the 28 in reference to? The 28 is a reference to one of the, a series of walks that I'm going to start in May. Connected to Zip MKE um, because we have 28 zip codes. I'm making it my commitment this year to start in May and starting with starting with 53202 and going all the way to 53233. Are we skipping 53201? Uh, 53201 is the um, post office. I that, that's it. I thought it was yes. much of Western. Anyways, we're getting yeah. way academic in this yep. discussion. <laughs> it's like the I, I think the post that. the post office downtown has its own zip code. 
Huh. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure I did, I did my research. <laughs> There's not a microphone in front of you. This isn't being recorded. <laughs> okay, I derailed you. The yeah, 28 yeah, yeah. is a reference to the 28 zip codes 28 in Milwaukee. 28 zip codes in Milwaukee. I am going to find a place in each of those zip codes. I'm going to start there and walk in kind of aimlessly. I'm not going to have any agenda. I'm not going to have a tour. It's not going to be, we're just going to walk and wherever we want to walk, we walk for 28 minutes in one direction or circuitously. Uh, and then we'll walk back for 28 minutes and then we'll spend 28 minutes in, in reflection. If it's just me, I will think to myself or write. Um, hopefully I'll be joined by lots of other people throughout the next uh, probably four, four or five months. But the idea is I, I really want to get out. I've, I've been to every single zip code myself photographing for, for my uh, other project, but I want to be able to do it kind of on foot. It's one thing to drive through a neighborhood for hours and you know looking for faces, places, and experiences, but I really just want to get down there and just explore. If I you know, explore the, the different places that, that make each one of them vibrant. So I know you're now going to be busy with these 28 zip code walks. Mm-hmm. Jesse, what are you in particular looking, looking forward to in the next month here with Jane's Walk coming up? Well, right now, I've been helping plan our ballroom block party to kind of kick everything off. We're going to be transforming Turner Hall Ballroom into a mini neighborhood. Building on that number of 10, uh, we're going to be offering some opportunities to meet your fellow residents, learn more about Jane's Walk Milwaukee, uh, and meet our community partners. There'll be food, there'll be drinks, there'll be dancing, we hope. Um, Mm -hmm. Great opportunities to play and uh, learn and connect. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. Again, that happens May 1st. Is it extending beyond May 1st or are we really? That's sure? a one night only event. Okay. So it's all the pressure on to get people there. May 1st, Turner <laughs> Hall Ballroom. You bet. You can learn more at janeswalkmke.org. I guess, tell me a bit about what the vision is for this event long-term. What's the goal, the takeaway you hope people have after doing one of these walks? Well, as an urban explorer, I just really hope it encourages people to get out and to to have that open-mindedness about seeing other parts of the city and making those connections because we really need that. We need to have those conversations to be able to bridge some of the differences here in our city. And by actually being in places, you know, where we're experiencing it on foot as well. I think it's really important to walk a neighborhood because we experience it differently. Um, It's a more sensory experience, but it's also just that we notice if we're open to that, again, that there's so many more things we can notice um, than if we're driving by in, mm-hmm. in a car. And the opportunity to talk with people, you know, sitting on their front porch, um, at the local coffee shop, uh, walking their dog, you know, or out with their kids to see a kid, you know, making some sidewalk art and to join them or to ask them about that. I, I really just hope that it encourages people to get to know their neighbors. Can we give a highlight of what kind of the diversity of these walks are? I'm looking at the list right now. I don't know if you guys have it, mm-hmm. but I'm seeing like an urban wilderness paddle in Lincoln Park. Tell me about that, how that came together. Who's leading that? Oh, I, I, off the top of my head, I don't remember. I don't remember um, all right, we'll edit this out. I, I think it might, it <laughs> might be Friends of Lincoln Park. I think it might be Friends of Lincoln Park. But, that yeah. Eventbrite says you are correct. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can tell you one of the walks I'm most looking forward to. Excellent. Um, that's going to be held in the Sherman Park neighborhood on Sunday, May 5th. Uh, Sunday afternoon, it's led by a Sherman Park resident. And it's also going to include some faculty and students from UWM, uh, the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, from the schools of architecture and history and dance. We're literally recreating um, a, a sort of sidewalk ballet for people to experience. And so there'll be site-specific performances, uh, and we'll also have an oppor opportunity to learn uh, from some of the field work, which UWM students have been doing in that neighborhood, working with residents, uh, learning from them, and sharing their stories. And when you say site-specific performances, tell me more. I'm intrigued. The UWM Dance Department has um, worked with the UWM School of Architecture and Urban Planning in the past, actually for this, um, the last several years, with a re uh, Professor Regit Sen um, and his Buildings, Landscapes, and Cultures uh, Field School. And so what they've, been, they've, they've done is in Washington uh, Park and Sherman Park really worked with residents to um, try to understand the neighborhood from their perspective, what makes it vital, what makes it beautiful, with the, the um, assets and the struggles of it. There's an ar the architectural um, component of it, so they study the, the, the architecture, they study the layout of the parks. Um, it's but not just about the buildings, no, it's, it's about not, the people. It's about the people, and so like the 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 culture of, of, of that neighborhood becomes really at the forefront. Uh, Simone Farrow uh, from the dance department, her students will activate a, a space. So the the old Finney Library, which has undergone lots of different uh, iterations over the past years, um, they'll they'll activate that space with their bodies in the windows to um, kind of bring it to life. Um, in um, Butterfly Park um, and Scholars Park and over by the Sherman Phoenix, some different places like that site-specific ones, they'll, they'll kind of use their bodies to interpret those spaces um, in some vital ways. And when is that walk taking place? Do you have the date for that? That's happening on Sunday, May 5th from 1 to 4. I'm scrolling through the list now, and there's a walk in a cemetery. That should be interesting, mm -hmm. Forest Home <laughs> Cemetery. There's a walk that's going to celebrate Milwaukee's, I guess maybe celebrates the wrong word, but... Uh, look at Milwaukee's vanishing LGBTQ landmarks. Mm -hmm. uh, there's walks, Dominic, you're walking all 28 zip codes. That's going to be really interesting. Mm -hmm. And there's dates, it looks like, for each of those. Uh, biking the Brown Deer Trail, that should be interesting. I've done, I've walked, I've biked that. It's uh, very different to walk it and to bike it. Just when you're going on a trail by your bike, you appreciate things at different speeds than True. you do when you're walking. There's night hikes of the Milwaukee River trails. There's a West Town walking tour. There's a poetry walk in the park. Can you tell me any more about that one? I think the uh, the Juno Park friends and the poetry, um, the, the the poetry uh, poetry in the park poetry in the park uh, series that they do during the summer. They're they're literally that's a going partnership with Woodland Pattern, isn't it? Also here in the River West neighborhood. That I did not know. I believe it is. I, I'm pretty sure Poetry in the Park is uh, sponsored or supported by Woodland Pattern. That would make sense. Yeah, so I think that they're, they're going to start in Juno Park. They're going to walk a little bit. They're going to write some poetry. They're going to read some poetry. Uh, I think it's going to be a really nice, relaxed um, you know, day with uh, walking and words. Tell me a bit about how people can get involved if they got a walk they want to host yet. Jane's Walk, mke.org. If you go to um, the Lead a Walk uh, tab, uh, it's really simple to sign up. Um, the, there are suggestions for th the different kinds of walks. You, you already named a lot of different kinds, exploratory, neighborhood tours, historical ones. There's some art tours. Um, a lot of like there's some bikes and kayaks. Um, and there are, you know, there are some that are really like future oriented, like walk audits to, to, to look at the renewal, um, the assets and the struggles of a particular neighborhood. Um, so so th th there are prayer walks that can be done. There are mural tours. There's anything that is really of, 
of interest to anybody, like nature walk, whatever, um, can, can become a, a Jane's walk. And what like, is the requirement if I want to host a walk? You must be mobile in some way. And so that's why we like walk, bike, paddle, wheelchair, um, bus transport. Um, I think we've tried to explore that possibility in the past. It, need to be, it needs to be, um, you know, half hour, hour. There's no really re re requirement there. Although it sounds like 28 minutes might be the perfect time for you. 28, <laughs> yeah, 28, 28, 28. Um, and really uh, a willingness to engage with the people who are walking with you. Um, and engage with the neighborhood in a, in a way which will be interesting to, to somebody. I think, that, I think we have a really nice like, cross-section of, of walks, bikes, and paddles for, for everyone uh, this year. We do, I yeah. Mean, and I think that that's the idea. I think for, you asked earlier like, what my, like, the, like, the vision of this would be. Um, the, vi the, the vision um, that we share with Jane Jacobs is that um, we would all help build the city. We added to our mission this year, um, not just collectively reimagining the city, like walking, biking, paddling, thinking about what, what could be, but actually trying to work to change it. Um, so there, there are going to be some walks which are really like policy oriented. You know, we're looking, I'm actually going to be doing one on North Avenue between 60th and 76th around where I live to, to look at the crosswalk safety of it. Um, Safe and Healthy Streets, who's partnered with us, has also um, started a series of um, different walk audits of different neighborhoods or in different streets, which are going to be improved over the next two years. Um, so the idea is to really like kind of share this sense that you, you can um, enjoy and you can change if it needs changing your city um, and that it's, and it's possible to do it in a, a whole host of ways. You can just walk aimlessly like I could, um, like I will. Um, you can walk, bike, paddle in different ways. There are lots of different ways to enjoy the city. All right. And if people are interested in learning more about Jane Jacobs, I guess a question to both of you. Have you read The Death and Life of Great American Cities? Have you read other of her books? I've read um, excerpts from it. Excerpts. Okay. Yes. Um, even though I was an English teacher for 22 years, it's a, it's a little long for me. The Death and, and it, Life is? The Death and Life. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say it. Um, and Jesse is waving a copy of the book. And she doesn't know. leave home without it, it looks like. You know, and, and organizing this, uh, um, this walk, uh, this, this, this year for 2019 is, uh, it's a, it's a, challenge it's a you know with 36 walks and this the the ballroom block party i just don't have time to read it so i, I like reading excerpts from well, things dominic i will make a challenge to you and a pledge to you if you do it i will lead a walk this year happily open arms if by the end of june let's say when you're cooled down from having to walk 28 different days and 28 different minutes each you actually read the whole book because i think there's a lot of great stuff in there that gets uh, paraphrased incorrectly on the internet I will be going on vacation in June. All right, July it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's nah. not really a beach read. I'm nah. not sure what sort of vacation you're I'll get you through planned, it eventually. But, but yeah. it is, I will say, I think it's it's very accessible. Um, it's not necessarily too academic that, you know, anyone could pick this up off the shelves. Um, you can find it locally at your local bookstores um, as well, which I would, I would definitely encourage supporting because um, that also promotes another of Jane Jacobs' ideas, you know, that she um, promoted the idea of supporting local businesses and supporting what's unique here in, in our own neighborhoods. Well, that, that's a perfect thing we can end on discussing Jacobs. She unfortunately passed away in uh, 2006 at the age of 90, I believe. Mm -hmm. So she lived a rich, full, long life. But a lot has changed since then. We've, we've hit on e-commerce there, Jesse just did. We now have e-scooters, we have Uber, we have Lyft, we have all kinds of different things. Are there things in particular that you think Jane Jacobs would have really struggled to grapple with that have changed since 2006? And if so, what are they? How do they work? I think she personally would have 
been really excited and terrified by the effect like Uber and Lyft are having on our communities. She was a big backer of the ability of subways to and other mass transit systems to kind of unite neighborhoods around a central point and how that diversity of transit with uh, Uber and Lyft happens is totally different. Sure. I think she would like the hop. I don't know. It's not an endorsement at all. And, and I'm not sure that we have a, a scheduled tour um, of the hop yet. That could be another fun idea if we someone don't. wanted to embrace that route or or explore some of the stops along its route. Mm-hmm. I think she's, yeah, um, I think she'd, she'd also be very um, cognizant and perhaps critical of our, you know, of, of mass transit and our ability, you know, the, um, you know, any, anytime a, a particular line is cut, I think that she would, she would wonder about that because of its accessibility to other parts of the city. But we, we, we do have a, a, a good system which um, allows us to get around to River West and go down, you know, go downtown or wherever. Um, the hop is going to help to add to that. And other things like bubbler bikes as well, which oh, are, she might like bubbler bikes, you yes. know, making that accessible mm-hmm. um, in, in different neighborhoods. Um, well, we have about two minutes left then. I want to do the thing we end every podcast on. What is your underrated restaurant or bar that you think people should be checking out? Mm, underrated. I think my go-to is always Coffee Makes You Black on Tatonia. All right. Um, good chicken and waffles um, and a great atmosphere. All right. Jesse? One of my favorites is Cloud Red in, Shor- uh, in the Sherwood neighborhood. Um, it's really great sort of third space. It feels like your living room. Um, I mean, feels like with, with games, feels like a coffee house, but with, uh, with alcohol and adult beverages, too, <laughs> and great food. All right. Well, my guests today have been Jesse Moffitt and Dominic Iano uh, from Inouye. Sorry, I just totally butchered your name. That's okay. And Dominic Inouye, uh, both uh, who are helping organize Jane's Walk Milwaukee, an international event that is in its fourth year here in Milwaukee. There will be over 36 walks. Dominic himself is doing 28 of them, uh, which I think are in addition (laughs) to the other 36. So if you want to see Milwaukee, this is the chance to really do it with guides that are experts in their different areas. They're people that care about their communities, the areas that they live in. You can learn more at janeswalkmke.org. This has been recorded at Riverwest Radio at 824 East Center Street. Thank you for listening.